guys, probably most of you guys know, right now we're in football season, so I'm holding a, a football right now. Uh, but I'll throw it in a second. But if you guys, if you guys don't know me, I'm not a very good thrower of the football. Uh, you will you put me on as a quarterback of your team, it would not look very good. Uh, but uh, how many of you guys know who Tom Brady is? Most of you guys? Okay. So he's probably the best quarterback that's out there. So if I gave this football to Tom, I say he was here today, and he threw the football, the football would become much more valuable, okay? He'd probably throw for some touchdowns, and he would probably bring our team to victory. So I want you guys to think about this concept in your own lives today, that if you're holding your own lives, it's only going to get you so far, because we're all flawed, okay? None of us are perfect. You know, if I, if I had you guys list all the things that you could do better in your life or you wish you were more talented in, we all have a huge long list. Like I said, I'm not a good quarterback. I can't throw the ball very well, so I wouldn't be in that category. But if you give your life over to God, uh, give your life over to God, and you give your life into God's hands, your life all of a sudden, hey, just hold the football. Your life will become a lot more valuable. So I want you guys to think about something today here. You know, all of us, like Adam and Eve, you know, tend to, tend to do things how we want to do them. Okay, you guys heard about the Adam and Eve story today, where they were in the garden, and God said, don't eat from this one tree. But what did they do? Yeah. They ate from the one tree, okay? And it's very similar to our lives today. And your parents may tell you, hey, don't go do this. This will be harmful for you, or, you know, go do this. And what do we typically do? Do it. We do it anyways. We don't do what they tell us to. We do the opposite, okay? And that's because we all have this thing called human nature. Okay, once Adam and Eve sinned in the garden, everybody born after that, which includes me and you, have this natural desire to kind of do things how we want to do them, even though it may not be the best way. Okay, and because of that sin, we've separated ourselves from God. So I want you guys to think about God for a second, okay? God is a holy God, which means that he has no sin. He didn't do anything wrong. He never hurt anybody. Uh, he lived a, he, he's, a, he's been a perfect person, okay? Oh, Jesus, they were talking about in God form. So I want you guys to think about this for a second. If you try to control your life by yourself, being sinful and flawed, and instead of giving life to God, do you think it's going to work out very good for us? No. Probably not, okay? We're going to make mistakes. You know, we're not going to do things how we should. So I want you guys to think about something here for, for this morning. God, when we sin against God, just like your parents, It'd be easy to say, okay, well, they don't love me. You know, I'm just going to be done with them and, and, and be gone with them. But when you disobey your parents and you do things you're not supposed to do, your parents typically get mad for a little bit, but then they, what? They forgive you. And they still love you. They still tuck you into bed at night. They still uh, they still treat you nice because you're their, you're their child, and they care about you, and they have this unconditional love for you. Just like your parents, when you make a mistake, they still love you. They still hang out with you. They still touch you in it bad. They still give you things, things like that. God's the same way. Even though we turned against God, even though we've sinned against God, God still still loves us because He created us and He still values us. So, what did, what did God do? You might know what God did to show His love for us. Yeah, He sent His Son Jesus, His only Son. He came down to earth. Jesus did. And he lived a perfect life. He didn't. He, he never sinned. He did everything right. He obeyed God just like we were supposed to do. And instead of everybody celebrating him and being like, "Wow, oh, this is awesome," you know, we love you, Jesus. They put him on a cross. 
Okay, you guys know what the cross is. There's an example right there. And they hung Jesus on the cross. So they nailed his hands to the cross. They nailed his feet to the cross. And he put a crown of thorns on his head. Can you imagine how that a crown of thorns would hurt? You know, it wouldn't be very comfortable. Uh-uh. And, uh, yeah, look over there. Good, yeah, very good. And, but Jesus, he didn't try to fight the people. You know, he didn't tell them how horrible they were. He willingly went to the cross and died for us. And he did that because he loved us that much. And three days later, Jesus rose from the grave, defeating sin. And he said, if anybody... Uh, puts their trust in me, gives their life over to me, loses control of their life, and gives it to me, they'll be saved for all eternity. They'll be, they'll be in a relationship with God once again. Now, I want you guys to think about something, okay? So we broke our relationship with God because of sin, but Jesus came to bridge that gap. So we put our trust in Him. He says that one day when we pass away, we're going to spend eternity with Him in heaven, which is a perfect place. There's no... There's no pain, there's no suffering, there's no death, and everything is just perfect. And if you think about it, that's exactly how it's supposed to be all along in the garden. You know, God's original plan was for us to live in this garden with Him and give us everything we could ever need and just enjoy each other's company forever. But when we sinned against God, we ruined that, and so Jesus came to bridge that gap. So we put our trust in Him, give our control of our lives to Him, we can now have that relationship again for all eternity when we pass away. So I want you guys to think about something here today. Giving your life to Jesus, a lot of times in a church setting or a VBS, you know, that's kind of a weird concept to say. You're like, what does that mean to give your life to Jesus? Um, but it basically just means that I'm going to give control to Him. I'm going to say, hey God, whatever you want for my life, whatever your plan is, that's what I'm going to follow. Instead of doing things my way, I'm going to say, God, how do you want me to do things? And God gives us an outline. You know, the Bible is our outline of how to live in life. You know, it's our, it's our life guide in a sense. And so giving your life to Jesus pretty much just means that I'm going, to, I'm going to admit that Jesus is the Savior. I'm going to believe what he did for me and that I can't get to heaven by myself because of my sin. And I'm going to give my life to him and start following him. And God tells us how to follow him and how to live in our life guide here, which is the Bible. And none of us can live, you know, forever on earth, okay? We're all eventually going to pass away, just like the animals and everything else that's here. Yeah, and that's, I, I, I off. yeah, yeah, it is sad, it is. Um, but we don't have to, it, the, the Bible tells us that we don't have to look at death as this horrible, terrible thing anymore. And the reason we don't have to look at death as this terrible thing anymore is because once we die, if we're a Christian, we put our life in Jesus' hands, and we're saved for all eternity. And we get to live with him forever in heaven. But Jesus also tells us that if we don't do that, if we decide to keep the football in our hands and control life how we want to do it and live in contrast to the Bible, we just do things how we want to do them. We, you know, constantly living in sin and we never actually give our lives to him and put our trust in Jesus. He says when we die, we'll be separated for all eternity from it. And that wouldn't be a very good place. You know, think about this. You know, God created us. And he also created all the good things we see. So heaven's going to be this wonderful place where we're going to have love and joy and peace and happiness. And, you know, we're going to be celebrating with other people. And, and Jesus is going to be there with us. But if you have the opposite of that, you're going to have all this, all this um, sadness and, you know, loneliness. And you're going to be and that suffering and that pain. And, you know, nobody wants that. And so I want you guys to think about 
your life today, have you ever really given your life to Jesus? And not just that you prayed a prayer or that you maybe raised a hand in church one day, because uh, it's not so much about what you say, but it's about your heart commitment. Did you really give your life to Him? Do you declare from this day forward, I'm going to do the best I can to follow Jesus? Now, I know He's the Savior. I know I can't get to heaven by myself, so I'm going to give my life to Him. And from this day forward, I'm going to put my trust in Him. Now, it doesn't mean that you're going to be perfect. How many of us still make mistakes? Probably all of us, okay. Yeah, we do. Every day. I make mistakes all the time. But it means that when we make a mistake, that we're going to try to give our turn back to Jesus, repent of that sin, which means you turn away from it, and keep pushing forward. It means that you're going to try to move on and doing things your way and doing things the way Jesus calls us to. We're not going to be perfect. We're going to hit some bumps in the road, hit some speed bumps here and there. But it means that throughout our life, we're going to strive each and every day to grow closer to God, to know more about Him, and to live a better life with Him. Uh, and if you do that, Jesus says He promises to give us eternal life. As we close up our lesson here, I want you guys to think about the theme here today. I'll get to you in a second, guys. I want you guys to think about the theme, okay? So the theme of our uh, Vacation Bible Store, FBS, this year is that your life is valuable, okay? That God says that each and every one of us is valuable. Now, you may look across and say, well, I've done a lot of things I shouldn't have done. Or maybe you're not as talented as somebody else. But God has created each and every one of us for a purpose. And that's a great purpose. He wants to use you to do something great in the future that's going to glorify Him. And it may look different than my life. My life may look different than your life. But God says each and every one of you guys is very important to Him. And that's why He created you. And so God is saying that no matter what you've done, no matter how skilled you are, if you turn to me... You say, hey, God, I believe in you. I believe what you did. I want to follow you. I want to give my life to you. And you start living your life differently. Start living your life for him. Then he said he'll change you and save you for all eternity. But he'll also begin to use you for a mighty plan. You know, think about this. You know, if somebody has a great plan for your life, but you don't follow that person, then you're never going to really see that plan get fulfilled. But once you give your life to that person, then you start to slowly see the great plan they planned for you all along. So I want you guys to close your eyes real quick. We're going to have a quick little time of prayer. Would you guys just close your eyes? If I bow your heads, and if you've never truly given your life to Jesus, you know, maybe you've said a prayer, you've been in church, but you've never you know, given control of your life to Jesus, I want you guys to just repeat a prayer like this. Again, it's not the prayer that saves you, but it's your commitment in your heart. To give my life to Jesus and start following Him. So I want you guys to just pray a prayer like this. Lord Jesus, I know I'm a sinner. I know I've done things that I don't deserve you. But I know, Jesus, you died on the cross for my sins. I know you rose three days later and you're alive today. I want to put my trust in you and I want to give you my life. I'm going to turn away from my sins. And I'm going to commit to following you. I love you, Lord Jesus. And please be my Lord and my Savior.